Okay, welcome to the first episode of A Beer with Atlas. It's an interesting concept we came up with here. One of the things that has uh, has come up over and over again is our nurses like to drink beer and wine. Like, it just happens. Stress reliever, things to do on the road, whatever it is. And I don't think that's exclusive. It's, I know it's not exclusive to nurses. It's it's just It just happens. So I thought... Let's really let's explore this because there are a lot of fantastic breweries and wineries out there all across the country that are either independently owned, bought by one of the larger companies, whatever. And there's a there's a lot of fun to be had at those breweries. So uh, joining me is uh, Mr. Brian Peterson. You're somewhat newer, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm a month in yeah, at Atlas. Been, has it been a month? Yeah. All right. Yes. So, a wealth of beer knowledge, way more than I have. But uh, so that's I, I. I'll talk about the nurse end all the time. You want to talk about the uh, the beer end? I think the the idea here is let's uh, let's just get comfortable with what those different beers are, where these breweries are, and maybe you know if you're in the area, you could visit that brewery too. So I hope I hope it will it will spurn conversation and then maybe a road trip or an evening out. As always, be safe. Call an Uber. Call an Uber, and I'll pay for it to get you home. Be safe. For so, sure. Everything. If, if you do these, if you go places like this, send us some pics. Absolutely. Shoot a live video, whatever you want to do. Just uh, let us know what you think, and you know if you found your favorite beer finally, mm-hmm. let us know. Or if, especially if just a couple of years ago, I, wasn't, I did not like beer that much, and I have learned a lot, especially from guys like Brian, who really enjoy beer that enjoy the nuances of beer and uh and and the nuances that breweries all across the country have to offer so i think the first one we're going to we'll we'll pick a brewery in a state generally where we have travelers working right now so and we'll do this once a week and and drink one of their beers and then talk about it and then talk about where that brewery is so of course the first one we're going to start in our own backyard uh cross strain brewing out of uh out of Omaha, so actually they're in they're in La Vista, right? I mean, which is practically Omaha. La Vista Papillion, sure. Omaha. It, it's literally my backyard. It's, it's, it's two minutes from my house. I'm so jealous of that. That's I'm, why I look the way I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's uh, this. Two guys uh, started this brewery about a year ago. They were home brewing for years. Uh, Bobby Cross and Scott Strain. That's where the name comes from. Um, again, I did not like beer until I started. Until I tasted some of theirs, right? And it's uh, yeah, they make they make great beer, so they, that's why they really that's absolutely true. So the the one we'll try this time, and we'll talk through it, and then we'll kind of talk about where Cross Strain the brewery is located is Fairy Nectar. It's an IPA. Uh, talk, Brian, talk about IPAs just a little bit. So IPA is kind of a gateway beer, mm-hmm. but it's also a beer that people say that they don't like, right? So like. Mm-hmm. I don't like hoppy beer. You'll hear that a lot mm-hmm. from people. Just kind of like you'll hear, I don't like dark beer. Those are just very broad general statements. Mm-hmm. Um, IPA, it's been around for a long time, and it's one of those styles of beer that is ever-changing. There's always something different to do, whether it's adding you know, fruit flavors to it or changing different varieties of hops um, when you add the hops in the boil process. There's different um, things you can add in, like lacto or lactobacillus, stuff like that. So you can kind of tinker around with 
what you would say is an IPA mm -hmm. and get a lot of different variants from that. So you might not like a very hoppy, piney IPA. It's got, um, they would call it an IBU, which is like, kind of like a hop factor, basically. Like, mm -hmm. how hoppy is it? Right. So if you don't like an IBU heavy beer that's, you know, like 120 IBUs, which would be pretty piney, almost, I would like to describe it as chewy. Eating pine cones. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and you'll get that smell. Yep. A lot of people don't like those. So you, you might like an IPA like what we're going to get into here today, mm -hmm. which is about half of those IBUs, about 60 or 62. Mm -hmm. And those tend to be a lot fruitier, a little bit more aromatic in the nose, if you will. Sure, sure. And uh, just more pleasing to more palates mm -hmm. is, is the way to go. Wine people would understand that, right? Nurses that like wine would understand the, the palate the, in For the sure. nose, right? Yeah, because you get a lot of those same fruit characteristics that you do in a good wine. Mm -hmm. um, they're even, with a wine, sometimes you get flavor characteristics from the barrel, mm -hmm. which is also possible. You can even barrel age IPAs, which sure. is, is starting to happen a little bit more and more mm -hmm. frequently now. So, Explain what an IBU is for, for, for starters. It's basically just a level of hop. So it's just a, it's kind of almost like um, Scoville. Like in a in a hot sauce, Excellent. right? So it's like a, a level, so that you know what you're getting into before mm -hmm. um, you you drink the beer. Yep. So like an, a standard, oh, let's say like a Bud Light or Budweiser, right? Probably mm -hmm. 25 or so IBU. Okay. To be in an IPA range or a pale ale range of that same family, it's like 40 to 80 is kind of the cutoff for IBU. Standard. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So in IBU, like territory and language, it's pretty common for these sorts of beers to be 60, 70. Um, when you get over that, that's when it really kicks to bitter. Mm -hmm. And that's really kind of the pump the brakes moment sure. for a lot of folks. Yep. Well, and I, whether we like it or not, that was, a, that was the product of Keystone Light back in the day, right? I mean, Keystone, the bitter beer face, commercial nonsense. I mean, bitterness isn't necessarily bad. In if the right context. Correct. If you're not expecting it, it's terrible. Absolutely. If you're going looking for it, it's mm -hmm. great. Yep, exactly. Know, sure. what you're, know what you're getting into. And hopefully, like, these things will help along the way. So so here's the uh, – I, I poured you some of uh, the fairy nectar here. This is, this is interesting because I – like you said, fairy nectar is a little bit lower on the IBU, 62 IBU. Um, so it's not, it's not super bitter. The first time I tried it, Bobby was there, Bobby, um, Bobby Cross, and – I'm like this can't this this isn't an IPA, and he almost was he almost seemed offended, and he, he's like why well, I don't understand why you would say that, and I said because I like it, <laughs> and yeah. I was I was scared for lack of a better word, of IPAs, I, I just the hoppiness the bitterness it just I knew I wasn't going to I knew in my head like I'm not gonna like this, yeah, and that all changed, when I finally like you said that's the gateway. Mm -hmm. And I think Fairy Nectar is is a is a good gateway. There's a lot of good IPAs out there that are, are gateway IPAs. This is this is one of them for sure. Especially mm -hmm. as a local IPA from Nebraska, it's mm -hmm. probably. I mean, I'm kind of biased, but it's probably the best one, right? So, at least it's the one I get the most. I would argue, and not not because they're my friends. I would argue that it is the best. It's the best beer coming out of the state of Nebraska right now. 
I mean, I'm not going to fight you over that. Yeah, I'll, I'll be with you there. Right, and there is a there are a lot of good breweries here in Nebraska. There are there are tons. Lincoln has some great breweries. Um, I'm sure we'll touch on some of those as we continue to do these. Yeah, for sure. Um, there's there's great ones here in Omaha too. I, I think there's there's a lot of fun stuff happening now that wasn't happening two three years ago. The innovation is huge right now. So the industry, kind of like what we're doing, right? Mm-hmm. So right. within travel nursing, it's just getting bigger and bigger. It's also splitting off into different sections and subgroups because, you know, you can't always be number one in mm-hmm. this certain area. So let's find out what we do great and let's just hammer it out and do that. Yes. And that's what's fun about these things. Mm-hmm. And that's why you don't go to just one brewery, right? You right. want you want to dip your toe into whatever's around. Mm-hmm. And that's the beautiful thing about these things. Because most of these places are so small scale that you could go in a month later and you're not going to have the same thing. They're, right. It's already gone. They're, they're on to the next thing. And they also want to innovate. They don't want to do the same thing because that's boring. Mm-hmm. These guys opened this brewery on purpose. Mm-hmm. They didn't go work for somebody else for the rest of their career. They wanted to make what they wanted to make. Correct. So let's talk about the brewery in general. So it very open to they have a they have a party room there. They do brewery tours and they're they're very happy to tell you and show you how it's brewed where it's brewed the process like it, it's 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 pretty fantastic to go back there and, and see how the process takes place for sure from the milling to the uh to the to the boiling all the way through yeah it, i i took my kid there for santa this mm-hmm. year yeah santa claus event so mm-hmm. I, I got to take my kid to see santa and i got a i got a pint so yep. that was great that's what's that's what's so much fun and that's what's changed so dramatically over the years is it's super kid friendly. Mm-hmm. My son, who just turned nine, loves to go to breweries with me because they are so family friendly. Board games, TVs, they they have they'll generally have some kind of craft root beer mm-hmm. or soda, something like that. They're for kids too. It's a legitimate family experience, mm-hmm. and it's it's being marketed and catered in that way. Um, because there's money to be made, right? Yes. Bars, dark usually, mm-hmm. packed. Mm-hmm. You, your selection is, is minimal. You're there basically for a reason, right? So these are the exact opposite of that. It's trying to create an experience in which you feel comfortable, mm-hmm. you want to come back, you want to try different things, get out of your comfort zone a little bit, and bring the people that you like along with you. Right. So the brewery is, like I said, is located in La, in La Vista, Nebraska, which is just outside of, just, it's Omaha, virtually. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's just, you know, just down from Bellevue, just outside of Omaha. Um, in relation to some hospitals around here, it's about 15 to 16 minutes away from Bergen Mercy, uh, Methodist, and Nebraska Medical Center, which is, what is Nebraska Health System, is that what it's called now? I think Nebraska so. Medical Center. Yeah. Or and Children's Hospital is right there, too. Um, it's approximately 20 minutes away from Emanuel, Lakeside, and the women's hospital, the newer women's hospital out in, in West Omaha. So very close, very accessible um, to from virtually every hospital here in, in the, town. Yeah, yeah that we it's have travelers It's super at. accessible. And the, and the other great thing about this place, and you know because you know, you've been there and you know the brewers, but mm-hmm. they're marketing it as, is it like exit is it 442, 424, something like that? I can't remember mm-hmm. what the exit number is. But there's about four or five breweries off of this exit on the interstate right. that all make beer. Yep. And sometimes they make the same kind of beer. Mm-hmm. And they all get along and they all, like, pull for each other. And it's pretty fun. So it's it's kind of a 
a cool thing, mm-hmm. easy to get to. So right off the interstate, within two minutes of, of the interstate, you're you're at the brewery. You're right there, and there during the summer, and I know even in the even in the fall too, they had a there was a bus that would run mm-hmm. from one to the other, and so I mean that is it could be an afternoon event. You could very safely travel to five different breweries, taste what they had to offer, and then and then For call sure. it a day. And here in town, they also do, at least at these breweries, they do a bike ride. Mm-hmm. They start from one brewery, and you go to all the breweries. Mm-hmm. And you can spend as much time as you want on each one. They have on um, Friday nights and Saturdays, at least at Crosstrain, I know, mm-hmm. and the uh, there's another brewery right next door to them, too, and they share uh, food trucks. Yeah. So they'll roll in. You can go and have dinner and pop in one or two, both of the places, and mm-hmm. kind of just make a night of it. Yeah. So let's talk about the beer itself. So let's talk about about Fairy Nectar. I, um, like I said, did not, did not like IPAs whatsoever until this one. And I, I think you hit it right on the head. It's, it's because there's a little lemony, fruity, what do you, what yeah. citrus maybe is that yeah. what it is? It, yeah, citrus it's, notes. It's citrusy. You're, mm-hmm. People um, can get real snooty and snobby about this, and, sure. I, and I don't have one of those like, oh, I get lavender and like you know <laughs> those aromatic. Like I can I can get some base flavors down, mm-hmm. but there's people that have really advanced palates and, and just like in anything. Um, but this one, it's definitely citrus. Most of the IPAs in this IBU range are gonna have that. Um, that's generally the style that's hot right now, mm-hmm. citrusy, because it opens markets um, a little bit right. more. So this one is mosaic and citra hops. Those are the two main hops. Citras, just like it sounds, it's going to be a citrus kind of infused, almost in flavor. Sure. So that's what you got with this one. And it was, it, like, I, I, it, it's, it's hard for me to explain because after only drinking beers for a couple of years now, it, there's, there's definitely, and this is in, my, in the most basic way I can, it doesn't taste like a pine cone. Yes. I've had some IPAs that taste like straight pine cone. Like it, I, it, I don't even know. I, and that might be that that's the hops. That's how could be. I don't know. Yeah. It could be, uh, some of those real piney IPAs will use something like a Simcoe hop, which was kind of a big hop, um, back in the day, okay. maybe five years ago or so mm-hmm. when every brewery was trying to make the most IBU heavy beers they could make. Cause <laughs> that was the thing, right? Yeah. Cause back then, five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, it was mostly a, a dude dominated thing right Right. so like that was a thing yep where they were trying to have a a contest basically as to how heavy ibu they could make a beer that people would still drink just as over the top as possible yeah it's like extreme beer making right so as far from bud light as you could possibly get yes and that was that was like a a point of pride for a lot of places Mm -hmm. was, was that and then it's it's shifted it's changed they've realized there's a lot more money to be made lowering it down and it for most people it tastes better Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how it's it's shifted, and then even from there, once you break down the IPA itself, there's some new variants out of IPAs that are hot right now. They're like most probably the most um, created and improved on beers in the last year. Mm-hmm. It's like the hazy IPA style, mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. So New England IPAs, yeah, for sure. The uh, the the Northeast IPAs. If you hear hazy IPA, like explain what what a hazy IPA is. It's basically like the how cloudy of the beer it is mm-hmm. um how it looks refracting light through it um either in a glass or in in a bottle and it's just kind of become the tagline for the the style of that mm-hmm. and the flavor profile for the most part the and that's what i find it just um 
fun about these too is I've had some some hazy IPAs, some New England style IPAs that taste like straight orange juice. Mm-hmm. And they is, look like it too. And they look like it too, which is super weird. Yeah. And I would never, ever have guessed that in a million years, how they could get that flavor out of the brewing process. But it's fun. It is. And that's why, uh, that's why those guys do it and we, we buy the beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So my wife has warmed up to it. She does not really drink beer at all. But I, I, as much as she's like, oh, gosh, we're going to another brewery or whatever, I, I think she really enjoys the atmosphere, the environment, the, the family-friendly nature of, of everyone that we've ever been to. Yeah, I think I, my wife is the same way, and, I, and a lot of people are, are, you know, just gradually getting into it. Mm-hmm. I think more and more of these places are opening. I know, I think it was two years ago I read in the paper that they had 38 applications for breweries in the state of Nebraska. Wow. And there's, I think, 17 that are open currently in Lincoln. So, I mean, it's everywhere. It's way out west of Nebraska. It's mm-hmm. it's right here. I mean, they're, they're all over the place, and the more, you know, market, I don't want to say saturation, but presence... Mm-hmm. You'll have you know chances to get into those beers, into the different into the mm-hmm. different beers, right? And so I, I think that's one of my as much as I'm I'm very jealous of the nurses that are out there experiencing different parts of the country and and such. I the the number of breweries that they could see through their travels is is unbelievable right now. Yeah, for that sure. has really exploded. It's a great time for that. If that's if that's something you're into, then this is like prime time for that absolutely so okay um i the tap room hours if, if you're here in the omaha area if you're driving through if you're driving through come get us and we'll go with you yeah um but if uh if you're here um tap room hours they're closed on mondays tuesday through thursday three to ten friday three to eleven saturday noon to eleven and then sunday noon to seven um uh, like Brian said, they generally on Fridays and Saturdays have some sort of food truck out there that they share with the brewery right next door. Um, there's, there's, you know, there's, there's a lot to do in that part of Omaha. Um, there's a very large Cabela's out there, uh, theater. It's, it's, uh, it's really sprung up over the past couple of years, for sure. Um, I looked up the uh, the ratings for uh, for Crosstrain online. And I wasn't surprised by any of this. Uh, Beer Advocate rates rates Fairy Nectar 4 out of 5. Untapped is a 4 out of 5. And uh, Google 4.7. Now, Google was just for the the brewery itself. Oh, okay. Um, 4.7 out of 5. And there were 133 reviews on Google. And they still scored a 4.7. And that's in a year. That's good. That's in one year. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, all right. So, like I said, if you are in the area... Crossstream Brewing in La Vista, Nebraska. Very first uh, beer with Atlas, and there'll be many more to come. Brian, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, Rich. I'm excited. I'm excited to do many more of these uh, for our nurses out there traveling the country. Mm